Hola, mi gente. My name is Jessica Yanez, and I want you to join me for some wine and chisme. The Wine and Chisme podcast was created to amplify voices across communities of color, all while drinking a glass of wine. From wine talk, interviews, and recaps of all things pop culture, join me every Wednesday for the chisme. Please make sure to check out the Wine and Chisme podcast and other amazing podcasts as part of the Latina Podcasters Network. We predisposed to a lot of things, suffering and a heart disease. My heart bleeds when I hear the screams. And every time I lost in life, it's probably because I failed to leave. Lost patience, it's hard to breathe. Lost followers, I failed to leave. Yo, when we back, the Hip Hop Advocates, special guest, Arts, yeah. the Artiste. He's known for like a lot of things, not not just NFTs, like nah, we were talking about. Right. He's not a one-trick pony, you heard? Not at all. You yeah. got an album coming, you got a project coming. Yeah. Um, Do you have a name, a title for that? Uh, yeah, it's called Then I Met You. Then I Met You. Yeah, I met okay, you. Well, yeah, all right. All right. It's, uh, y'all want to hear what it's, what it's Hell about? Yeah, yeah. We, this is what we're here for. So, um, it is kind of like a love story. <laughs> so, I'll tell you what it is. It's like almost a dance club rap album, right? Um, and I was inspired by being on the road internationally and seeing all these beautiful people. And one thing I noticed is like when I was in these crowds dancing with people. Dudes was letting their girls dance. And they was dancing with them sometimes. And, like, I was just, like, vibing with them, right? And I said, wow, like, and the records that I was performing, a couple of them were unreleased records off this album on the tour. So I said, like, damn, rap has put people in such a place where they don't have fun no more. People be screw face. Too cool in the club. Uh, I see you. Taking everything yeah. personal. They don't want to lose points, status, clout, right? You don't want to shake your hips too much, right? Right. <laughs> or, or, or if you do, you probably one of the TikTok homies that's just like by himself or with a crew of the dance homies, right? But in places like Paris and Berlin and Amsterdam and these places, people were just really genuinely vibing. And I started to say to myself, I'm like, yo, I have so much worldly music, you know, um, and that's how Then I Met You came about because I wanted to tell a story about, you know, finding love and the road it takes to get there. You know, the bumps, the toxic relationships, the good relationships that might happen a little bit too soon. You know, maybe you met somebody at 24 that you really should have met at 40 because you might have been more prepared for it. Um, and then meeting that person that balances you from all of it. Um, and the album is like a quick digestible, uh, project. Um, how many tracks? It's eight right now. Yeah, it's eight. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's like, right, right. Uh, and this is like international arts all over this album. Like, it's getting us hype for this, man. Yeah, I play some records off the air for y'all. Uh, any, any features on that or is it just you doing your thing? Oh, uh, is there any features? Well, there might be like one feature on the whole album, but I felt like that purposely I should have, like, it just came together organic. Um, 
because you know I, i've been doing a few features recently you know styles trinidad dizza ari Lennox. yeah yeah um so that's a, that's a big record by the way thank you i appreciate that um and we we can talk about that too uh but yeah with this album i was just like yo some of it I recorded on the road on tour. So I would be at these Airbnbs, just microphone. I had mad equipment with me. And I was dolo. I was, like, programming my DJ set. So you're on some rush shit. <laughs> Yo, a lot of people compare. So that's, like, my long-lost twin. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's doing his thing independently for sure. Just grow your hair, um, man. That's it. No, I used to have the long hair. So that's why a lot of my oh. homies be teasing me with that shit. They're like, yo, bro, stole your flows, huh? Nah. And I be like, yeah, nah, he's talented. And I love what he's preaching. You know, like, that uh, business, that game, you know. Nipsey yes, is, yes. Nipsey was preaching that. Hove was preaching that. Anybody creating ownership, you know, and that's what all this shit is about. That's what NFTs is preaching, right? Like, is that ownership? So, um, for me, you got to get it by any means necessary. So there's gonna be moments where I got the whole team with me, security guards, all that, and then there's gonna be moments where it's like, yo, you want to come on this? You want to go on this Europe tour? Shit, I don't got nobody to go with me. All right, well then, guess what? I'm going to buy a DJ mixer. I'm going to learn how to DJ in the next two months, which I did. I programmed all my music to be on the drum pad. So when I hit one button, the whole set run. After I perform, I go straight to my merch stand. I'm working my own merch stand, signing autographs. Yo, this is this is serious shit, bro. You're going to see this all on the Reject Dreams TV episodes, the different webisode series. There's a webisode series coming out called Arts Today, and that's going to show you the behind the scenes of all of that. Wow. Um, but... You got to get it by any motherfucking means necessary. I was hiring a videographer in every different country. Some of them I'm referred to. Some of them I'm just tracking on Instagram hashtags. Like, yo, they got a vibe. All right, they could capture this. This is what I need. I need you to capture the performance, capture some BTS before and after, run and gun, take a couple photos. How much? Okay, cool. And I was doing that in every city. And then I was editing some of the shows is only like a day and a half, so I was trying to edit little one-minute recaps so y'all could see them live in the moment, too. So it was a lot. I was tired as fuck, but I was like, yo, if you want this shit, you got to book a, a flight to Bosnia by yourself. It sounds like a lot of work, but it also sounds <laughs> fun, yo. It is fun. It it's fun, better. but it's a lot of work. But it beats your fucking body down. And that's why when I got back, I got back to the gym heavy. You know, um, I've been working on my, my gym shit. You know why? Because you try performing 20, 30 minute sets and then the same night you get home at three in the morning, you got to be at the airport at seven. And then when you arrive in Germany at two o'clock, by the time dust settles, taxi cab get to your Airbnb, you got to be at the venue that same night at 8 p.m. Probably eating. Boy, probably we eat was living off tequila shots because just to keep us like, you know, <laughs> smoking joints, like, type shit. It's a high, but it beats the fuck out of you. So shit. you got to be fucking prepared. And if you really want it bad enough, you're going to do it. You know, them boys that ain't sweating in the gym ain't putting in work. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Real talk. Wow, man. Talking about sweating, talking about putting work in the gym. Um, You know, this the hip-hop advocates, you know, when we got people on here, we don't just... You you mentioned earlier like some people just skim through artists, uh, whatever they see on the on the headlines and everything. We don't. We go in. We we dive deep. We dive deep here. And my man Erupt, 
He's he's a deep diver. He's a scuba diver. Yeah. So you know he he got a he has a magnifying glass on everything and uh he goes through all the crevices. And the munches. So my, man, <laughs> so my man's been listening to some of your your new tracks, old tracks, dissecting them, dissecting them, and um he's picked a few bars for you, man. Okay. And Rob, take it away, brother. So, so the name of the game that we like to play, you wasn't around yeah. for this one the first time around, but uh, we call it uh, Bars with Arts, you heard? Bars. What song are these bars from? Uh, and yeah, okay. Cattle, this is your bars, all right? Oh, shit. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Okay. Let's see. If you hating on me, then it's love too. I'm a reject. I can't judge you. Uh. <laughs> Trying to throw you off, yo. Trying to throw you off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no. You did justice. You did justice. Cause that, that's day of the dead, I think. Oh, yeah. he got it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he got it. Yeah, one absolutely. One. I speak all facts in my shit, so I, a lot of the times I'm probably gonna be able to get it. Yo, you said your portfolio's down. Ha! I tore the world off of NFTs. I'm so fly. I'm the shit. None of y'all can f with me. I definitely didn't say that. <laughs> 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 I can't even say that one. <laughs> Yo, you got me, bro. I could have sworn that was. <laughs> nah, boy. I know my poetry, y'all. Nah. He's going to be like, motherfucker, I wrote that. Nah. Nah. I'm like, I'm like, figure <laughs> so I'm up. I'm up on point right now. <laughs> you traveled and done a lot of shows in different cities. I know you have a lot of fans and. Have you ever met a fan that's like you're interested more into the NFTs opposed to the music? Knowing who your fan is, knowing how to continue the conversation with them, right? Um, that's super important, right? The fan that meets me in San Diego and then drives six hours the next day to see a show in Garden Grove, Anaheim, California. That's sick right there. That's the fan I need to keep speaking to because that's the real reject right there. Yep. You know? Um, then there was a le- young lady like that. She was a Marine, right? That fan, I believe, or those type of fans are going to be the ones that buy my T-shirt on tour. Yeah, they buy yeah. the poster. They buy the NFT. They buy the album. The finesse. You know super, what I'm saying? They super. see the vision, the yeah. full-on vision, not, oh, he blew up off this one single. Most people only know you're single, right? A real fan is gonna know them album cuts. Them, they're gonna quote them bars from them joints that wasn't mm-hmm. the singles. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And Those are the, the people even the bonuses. Even, bonuses. even the bonuses. Even even the bonus bars. They're gonna make up some bars when they drop. <laughs> but, but before before I forget this, uh, my shorty's a big fan of Ari Lennox. Yeah, yeah. You got a song with her. Yeah, yeah. How did how did that come to be? Okay, so. Um, Myself and Ari Lennox. I'll be sleeping on the couch if I didn't ask you that. Yeah, right. <laughs> be in the doghouse. Uh, myself and Ari, we um, we were double booked for a studio session with my homie Todd the Sound God, and um, 
we were waiting in the lobby and she's like, Oh, uh, who are you waiting on? I'm like, I'm waiting on my guy Ty. And she's like, I'm waiting on Ty. <laughs> and I'm like, for what time? And she's like, <laughs> six o'clock. How about you? I'm like, six o'clock. <laughs> so we kind of like merged our session together. Um, and we ended up vibing. I let her. That's how know, real artists do. It, yeah, we was like, I know ego shit, man. And Ty, well, he was like, yo, this is like, you know, the artists I work with. So, you know, and I was like, yo, do your thing. I heard her voice. She was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, I had this song that I was working on for a while and I was trying to find the right singer for it, but I just wasn't getting that right vibe. Um, and when I heard her, I was like, yo, uh, I got this chorus that I think I would love for you to sing. And I kind of performed it for her in the studio. And she was like, you know, okay, cool. Like, you know, let me hear it again. I performed it a couple more times. And then she went in the booth and she did everything I imagined. She added that. Fire. You know? I like the video, too. You guys got that little cartoons going Yeah, the on. animation. Fire. Yeah, it was inspired by Life. If you ever seen Life with Martin Lawrence and yeah. Eddie Murphy. Mm-hmm. Um, me and a, a cat named Stephen Hutchins came together. Um, a dude that I had animate one of my first videos out of the pandemic. And then a couple, uh, a year and a half later, we bumped into each other again in the NFT space. Mm. And I was like, shit, I need a music video that, for this. And I can't get with Ari and physical because the world shut down. So, boom, he does the animation and it came out fly. And that's what it was based off of, like, uh, you know, arts and, and like a prohibition era, yeah, like, like life. Like life, Eddie Murphy, Martin Lawrence, and I fall in love with this uh, songstress on stage, but she's under the wing of the mobster boss, and he got her on the raps. And the song is talking about freedom, you know what I'm saying, which is a topic, you know, I touch on a lot, um, you know, being free, and she's kind of like working for that, that uh, bar, you know, and she can't be free because she's under the thumb of, of society, of the maybe a, a boss under wow. a mob, however you want to take it metaphorically, you know? Sounds like a movie, right? Yeah. Shout out to Ty, man, for purposely double booking us. So <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Ty the sound guy. That's my brother, man. World works in mysterious way. And speaking, you know, you performing, like doing the performances for her and performance in song and uh, just doing it over and over so she can get the drip. I think people... They want to get the drift too. Ooh. I think it has that time. They want a second, a second version. You know what I'm saying? A double dose. You, oh. see, you see my hands out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's pouring. It's <laughs> um. oh, about to pour it on the stage. Yeah, right? we about to hit the stage with it. After a couple more rounds of this Kaleeko, <laughs> a wavy performance. I might yeah. fall off the stage. <laughs> Yo, show and prove. Art style, you gonna splatter the canvas on your back. We predisposed to a lot of things. Suffering and a heart disease. My heart bleeds when I hear the screams. And every time I lost in life, it's probably cause I failed to leave. Huh? Lost patience, it's hard to breathe. Huh? Lost followers, I failed to leave. Huh? I'm looking at myself in the mirror like Tell me all you want to be That's how God feels, that's how I feel That's how mom feels, I ain't been home lately 365 has been all year, baby I've been outside with my whole squad lately I've been out 
started with you know that whole the famous diddy shit right with biggie you know uh as we proceed you know the war he had the warriors on there right Uh, one of my favorite movies you a biggie fan yeah favorite rapper that's your favorite rapper definitely uh definitely top five definitely my favorite rapper i think that that wasn't your top five the first yeah no of course that that biggie biggie was uh you know who started it off from like me for imagination wise you know like yeah. the way his voice came across on the track the way he used to storytell uh his delivery these things like captivated me as a young kid especially yeah. living in brooklyn yeah uh so i know my man Della. he make he does a great big impersonation i don't I do? really want to do it <laughs> oh you look so good i'll suck on your daddy stuck oh shit <laughs> Oh man! What, what a bar to <laughs> be the one to go out. Yo, but we had we the had a fan. We had a line. fan chime in. Yes, we yeah. One of our and they said what the friend. You, know, yo. you remember what the fan said? Uh, yeah, he he was um. So he had a couple of questions. You know, since it was um March 9th when anniversary. You know, yeah, then he died or whatever. You know, his his demise. Um, so he had a couple of questions about Biggie. You know what? You know, one was. Wait, he still. You think he would still be making music if he, he was, was alive? alive? Yeah, I today, definitely think uh, in today, today's day and era. Yeah, I think so because when you look at like his collaborations with like Bone Thugs and Harmony and some of the uh, different cats from different coasts and stuff or different places in the world, I think uh, how he collaborated with like the Locks and Mace and and you know all those different talents, right? Hove, Hove, right. 
he would be similar to what I think Hove is doing right now. He might be in a more reserved place where he's not dropping every week, mm-hmm. but um, he'll definitely be bodying a couple verses over a year, maybe one album every now and then. How many albums you think he'll have by now? By now, I feel like Big would at least have had 15 albums. 15? Or 13, or maybe yeah, at least 13. Man. LL got like... I mean, you think about it, man. I feel like Biggie would have put out music faster eventually you know why i say that because when you look at like look at the 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 type of uh space we're in now albums used to have replay value for months oh now, yeah now albums are talk having replay value talk for weeks unless you really <laughs> tapped into that artist and that, that music really speaks to you i remember the first time i heard like the miseducation of Lauren Hill or like Life After Death. Ooh. I listened to that shit for months. Or like Get Rich or Die Trying. Yeah, like months. The whole year we bumping that. Now it's like, yo, what's the next dose? And I feel like Biggie would have adapted to that. Mm. I feel like he 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 definitely would have. He would have been rhyming with some of these younger drill cats. He would have been. What about like collaborative albums? I think he would have. Him and Hove would have definitely had one. Yeah. Well, they were working By on now, the commission. Yeah, right? the commission. Yeah. Hell yeah! It would. There probably would never been a, a best of both worlds if Biggie was still around. Cause <laughs> it would have been. It would have. You know that would over to the R. Kelly and Jay Z album would have been. That shit would never even existed. No. Well, uh, they got some bangers. Yeah. I, I think. I no, think, it does. No, don't get me wrong, but it might have just existed I'm with saying, Biggie on it. I, exactly. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like have that. That might have never even Kelly been a thought. <laughs> Yo, you know he fucks little girl. That might, but um, no, that might have never been a thought. It might have, it might. A lot of things in the whole fucking industry might have been different. Maybe the whole world is like you know, it's like it's like the matrix. You know, no, I say the matrix. I think I said that shit before earlier. But it's like one thing. You know, it's like it's like it's like when when a time you know like movies time travelers go back and into the past and. They tell you shit about the future, and then it changes the whole fucking. It changes, changes the, the, the time traveler's future. Yeah. you know what I'm saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like it could, it could, it could it, you know, this whole game could have been. Yeah, who knows? Different. Who knows? So, so we don't know, man. Now that you mentioned Biggie, and and what if he, what if this, what if that, if Biggie was still here, what you think would have been happening to to Diddy? Would he been as big as he is now? Yeah, I think Diddy was always meant to be a star and a hustler. Because the 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 Sean Sean John shit, he got it from Biggie. Like Biggie wanted to do his own clothing line after Biggie passed. I think Diddy was very much of what we see in the Kanye. He was a person of ideas. You know, Um, I I remember the first time I went to go have a meeting at like the Bad Boy offices. I didn't get to meet Diddy per se, but I met uh, some of his staff. Um, and literally everything he's done, he's been successful with, mm. you know, his, his liquor brands, his, uh, his, the groups he's signed, you know, fucking all of them, even the, down to the making, making a band groups, them, them dudes want, they had gold and platinum albums, like, mm-hmm. you know, and girls, like. The dude, um, Ines, he's been popping up again because of his work. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, Some like, people just got it, man. Diddy, I think Diddy got, he has, he has the mind for the shit. He definitely, and he's, he understands how to curate ideas and bring people in the room. And I think his energy 
it's like a uplifting energy. It's a le- energy that people want to like positive energy. Yes, and and the energy of not settling for mediocrity, but mm-hmm. doing this shit big. No pun intended. Yeah, you know, like, yeah, and I think that's why Biggie might have fought him on certain things. But yeah. he was big into like I just watched like that Elvis movie, and the manager used to always say like. Uh, you know, compared like performances like snow, he would say to do a snow job, right? And it's like almost it's like Christmas. I'm selling you the snow, like I'm selling you the spectacle. In the music business, when people are buying into the artists, they're buying to some buying into sometimes the the mystery of the artist. They're buying into the, the charisma of the artist, the lifestyle, right? When you make those things feel as real, and you go. You pass those 10,000 hours in order to really perfect those crafts, then you're really giving people an experience. Yep. It's a moment. It's not just, yo, somebody up there rap. Yeah, yeah. Biggie wanted, he was going to start his own label. He was going to do all that. You know what I'm saying? A lot of shit, a lot of shit would have been different. Same, you know, for both. Even, and I, I still think, nah. That's what they say. Nah. I I don't fall for that shit. That's all, that's all. I think there's a, not to, not to say we're big specifically, but I think, um, I don't know. I think, you know, you could look into anybody's deaths and, and find some sort of conspiracy theory or something that might be fishy potentially, especially if you really love those icons, you know. Um, and it always conveniently happens when they're about to level up from everybody from Biggie, Tupac, fucking Michael Jackson, Elvis, you name it. Selena. Yeah, Selena fucking like. That's people looking too deep into shit, man. Right, but sometimes, sometimes there be certain shit, but I would say like, um, you know, what ifs, right? You, you'll never be able to tell, but in the time span that Biggie was here, he had a huge impact on the world and hip hop to the point where you're still speaking about him. The man you know? was efficient. And and he was he was legendary and he has a lot of legendary albums. And talking about albums, I don't know if you know, but my man Rupp, he's an album connoisseur. Mm. So what he does is that he tracks down old albums, new albums, and he brings it back to the viewers so they could tap in with that, that album. Uh, Rupp, you got anything in the chamber? Well, uh, I like the old, I like the new, but you know, this this turn we we're gonna go and stick with 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 our guests. You know, Ooh. Arts put out a, a project that we we spoke about it earlier. We had the honor of being present for the for the uh, release. Was it the release? Yeah, yeah, that was yeah, that was sure. the actual like like the the. the the, the album release at SOBs at SOBs dope event that Thank shit was you. ill the way you set it up man that shit was you know you had the fucking the the, the pictures like every track you had the artwork visual. yeah like it was ill yeah, you had a violinist there too you you yeah. had some I had a sax yeah I had some sax uh, saxophone player piano player it was wild man yeah we had a band but it brought it to life, man. And you know, you got you got uh, and a big ass security guard. A yeah. big ass yeah, word. <laughs> a big ass dude. Yeah. That yeah, I kept telling him, like, I know you from somewhere. I don't know from where, but I know you from somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> never the, the never the thing to say to a big security <laughs> guard. <laughs> He said, yeah, I learned this myself. I work, I work, I work a lot. I work all low. That's what he told me. He said, I work yeah. all low. He was dead ass, dead face. I was like, yo, but don't worry, nigga. I know, I know you from somewhere, son. I said, but we good, baby. Don't worry, you good. You a fan? Yeah, nah, you at the rejects. 
you know, that's more so to keep the event on point. You know, I'm, I, I've traveled the whole fucking world, solo, mm-hmm. no security, and, you know, what can I say? People vibe with me. I'm a people person, so. It's always the good energies, but it's also good to have security. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, nah, man. But, you know, a couple joints off the album, you know, uh, no politics, ill joint. Uh, I really like Step. I like the, I like, I like Step. I like the, the whole, the whole track, the, the beat, the, the vibe around it, more Dilla. featuring Styles P. We spoke about that earlier. Yo, yeah, I, I fuck with 10 seats. Ten seats. That's not on that album. Oh, that's not, that's, that's gold. That's, that's back, album, man. But that's, but that's one of my favorites. Bro. Yeah, that's, that's back. That's, that's, that's back. That's a couple years back. Shit. Uh, um, but he got keeping receipts on there with Trinidad James, and then the last, the latest one that you dropped. I mean, at least from today's date, um, the NFT song "New Freedom to Sell." That's not what NFT sound for. Though. No, no, stand no, for. That's that's, that's what arts created. Uh, so if y'all hear that anyway, arts being arty. Uh-huh. Yeah, we're gonna sue y'all. <laughs> that's dope. That's dope. <laughs> nah, but, yeah, but those uh, are just some of the tracks you know to highlight the album that you know that I I like I, I rock with. That was the whole album. <laughs> that's what's up. I mean, you guys. Besides, I mean, like one, I think like one song or maybe on that. Like, what was it like? It was like eight joints on there, right? Or seven? Yeah, but that was practically the. That's what's up. Thank you for fucking with it, you know. No, no, nah, nah, it's, it's definitely a vibe, man. It's definitely yeah. a vibe. The the album, you know, the thing about you, your style, um, you know, is is definitely is unique, is original, and it's something you know that if people pay attention and really lock into it, they'll they'll feel it. Appreciate that. Man. You know, and that's fire too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they could get inspired. Definitely man. inspired. No, definitely it'll inspire. You know, it'll, it'll inspire people to be fucking original, which is it was just something that we lack in this day and age musically because there's a oversaturation of too many copycats out there. Ooh. Yeah, that to me is like the biggest compliment, bro. Because that's like the the every reward that you want to hear from somebody that like, yo, you sound like you, and I fuck with that. Honestly, I can't, I can't, I can't compare you to like anybody, and I, and that's one thing I hate doing. To even artists in general, in general right, right. real artists, true artists, people that are deep into this shit and really like, really home, you know, dig themselves into making something that's gonna stand out. Right. I hate. I don't like comparing people to to yo. You sound like fucking Nas, or you sound like I don't like doing. I don't like doing that to people. Right, right. Because right. I like people. I like just letting people know, like yo, you sound like you. Right, you know, and that's the shit that stands out. That's the shit that makes people that attracts, you know, ears and eyes. Yeah, we worked on that for like a really long time. You know, just crafting our own sound. Me and my brother Todd, the sound guy. You know, um, and just any producers I've worked with, like always trying to be the most authentic in my voice and and follow the direction of what my gut was telling me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's how I create music. You know. Um, so being authentic is the whole brand behind Reject Dreams too. It's like, it's what my events felt like for all these years, right? Um, creating spaces where people are free to be themselves. You could be a 24 year old journalist from DC and you could be a 35 year old dude that just came out of the pen, but you fucking with this reject shit. You find a new hope in it, you know, um, different people from different walks of life, but when they get under the same roof, and, and the same umbrella, 
they're not afraid to be themselves and show their own superpower. Mm-hmm. That's what being a reject dream is for me. That's what it is. You know? And we... So, and this, right, go ahead, Rob. This year, too, uh, <laughs> if I could expound, like, I'm going to, like, highlight that a lot, too. Uh, I'm starting this new platform called Reject Dreams TV, where it's going to be different webisode series and segments where different personalities live. Mm-hmm. So me using my uh momentum, my energy, and uh my opportunity to be seen to also showcase other individuals that are, are doing it. That, that sounds like arts. Sounds so, like arts. So uh, um, uh, on top of that, right? We just we touched on your your latest project. You got anything coming up? Yeah, man. As far um, as a full project, Alone in the Metaverse took me down a rabbit hole. Like uh, what it was, I guess what it was supposed to do. Because um, in some way, I feel like in that moment of my life, I had to go through things alone. Like I feel like I cast it mm-hmm. the title into my personal life. And I was going through a lot of adversity and going down the rabbit hole of touring and doing these different things. So I was inspired on the road, um, being in these international places to create this new, I would say like an EP, um, very short digestible project. Uh, it's called Then I Met You. Um, it's like a love story in some way, but like the different emotions of love, right? Um, Sounds like a movie title, yo. And that's the side. I, I, <laughs> I can see a movie for it, and maybe there will be a movie. I don't want to spoil it, but just maybe. A little miniseries. Right? You never know. Starring Tom Hanks. You know? Yeah, <laughs> the story what? of Tom Hanks. That's hilarious. Uh, <laughs> I should get Tom Hanks in that shit. Yeah, he could be my pops. <laughs> and, and Tom Hanks, if he grew up Puerto Rican and Italian. <laughs> Yeah. Now we got Russ to play you. <laughs> my twin. No, Russ is my cousin. Uh, yeah. But fucking, uh, yeah, like then I met you is just like the ray of emotions you go through with trying to find love. You know, um, the toxic relationships, the relationships that maybe, uh, you weren't prepared for that came 10 years wow. too soon. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes, uh, finding the perfect the perfect nah. person who balances you. Nah, you know? I met somebody today. He was like seventy, going to dialysis, and he was telling me he, he got married seven times. Wow. He Man, was like, "Yo, what a G." Yeah, Dominican, of course. He was like, "Yo, <laughs> I got married seven times," but he was saying that he certain marriages he, he, he wasn't the right time. Mm. And just reflecting now, he's like, yo, I wasted a lot of time doing all of that. But, you know what I'm saying? Look at my life now. I'm alone. Mm. That was sad. Yeah, that's tough. But, and, and you know what? Sometimes it's also people checking themselves and being accountable. Like, maybe it's you, motherfucker. Yeah. Right? <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I mean, after seven marriages. Right? Yeah. Lucky number seven was supposed to be it, bro. You gotta look in the mirror. <laughs> right? Um, but, I say that to say, like, I think as a human, you grow, you know, and you learn more about yourself and you're, you're starting to become more capable of loving yourself fully as you grow and develop. And that allows you to love somebody else and be able to fully respect them, fully mm-hmm. treat them the right way, you know, um, and, you know, being international and seeing like my music, songs like Tan Seats, right? Songs like November, some of the records from a lot of I should have won a Grammy like Big Pun. Right. You know, like seeing people vibe to that shit made me understand like, yo, 
the world is ready for versatility, for a diverse perspective, mm -hmm. for tunes that make them dance again. Not that shit that makes you be too cool, posted on the wall with the screw face, you know? So for this album, it's like a dance club rap album mm -hmm. in some way. It's some shit that I know my American fans is just, is gonna be just as happy as my international fans, you know? We're excited, we're excited for it, man. We all, we all. Because yeah, Figs, uh, he's always saying like, yo, the fun in hip hop is diminishing, you know? It's true. And um, when you bring back the fun, man, that's that's where we at. That's where we here. The advocates, yo, yo. bringing the fun back to hip hop. Damn Word. it, because that's that's how it was created, right? It was created on fun, on having a good time, right? B boys and DJs and a fucking, MCs, you know, man. a yeah. fucking party. The B boy, yeah, the break dancing was to diverge from the whole violence. Yo, yeah, I want to fight, do it dancing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Nah, and I know a lot of dancers, man, respect, like, hip-hop, and I was watching the Grammys, and uh that inspired me a lot, too, because I was saying to myself, like, I'm watching the timeline of hip-hop being displayed in a short that segment. That was dope, man. That you was know, dope. you can't fit everybody, but they did a pretty good job they trying to cover, yeah. right? They fucked it up at the end, though. Yeah. <laughs> but it was good. Yeah. <laughs> right, but... <laughs> They they modernized it at the end. That's what I would say. I like the they could have they could have the done end, it with right. somebody, t a couple of different people at the end with with you know for today's day. Yeah, I think I think they were trying to keep up with the Joneses a little, but yeah. being critiqued. But I fucked with all the artists, right? But I sat there and and said to myself, I said. You know, it was crazy for me because I'm looking at it and I'm saying, wow, you know, as an artist, you always want to be the person on stage performing for everybody, right? And showing your world, the me or showing the world your message, right? But I noticed how much I have a rapport and history with hip hop in that one Grammy segment because yeah. I used to work at the Apple store and I used to sell products mm -hmm. to, uh, DJ Cohort, right? Um, and Melly Mel, right? So then I went from performing and booking acts like Busta Rhymes. And Styles and the Locks was on that segment as well, too. And Ooh. I have a record with him. And that made me be like for a That's moment. That's crazy. You have both them dudes on this last. Well, not you've worked with both of them. Right. So crazy. I said to myself in that moment, I'm like, yo. You know, my hustle and my, you know, show and prove mm -hmm. has led me to this space where it's like, yo, even if I'm not the person on that stage yet, I have a history with hip hop and hip hop has really saved my life. It's changed my life in every way, you know, so I'm appreciative of that. And that's what keeps me going. You know, uh, so before we uh, wrap this up, man, can you can you give everybody your plugs where they can find you? Yeah, you can find me at rejectdreams.com first and foremost. Um, you can find me at Arts is Artsy on all social media platforms, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. Um, and you can find all my music at Arts, A-R-T-Z, all capitals, Spotify, iTunes. Make sure you subscribe in to everything. You, comment, you. engage as much as possible. You know, we building our own, uh, Reject Dreams machine. So we could continue to, you know, spread my message, but also, 
help other people spread their message. You know, I want to yep. be a, a vessel as well as um, also a contributor to, to what I'm putting out Jack Dreamer, baby. 25-8. Sometimes it feels like it's deja vu around here, right? Like we've done this before. Mm. I definitely you know feel I mean? like I've seen you rock that black Yankee hat and them tins before. So, yes. <laughs> Yo, man, but we really appreciate you, uh, you know, hitting us up, still thinking about us. Of course, um, man. you know, we've kept in contact this last few years. And fellas, uh, this yeah. was fucking great, man. Yeah, yeah, it's all about relationships, man. We're building a relationship, like you said, a network, community, all of that good stuff. And we're going to be in that spot and that, uh, that arts. Galay and Brooklay. You sound like arts right now. Yeah, yeah, you gotta create, baby. You gotta create. Lord. Arts Galay and Brooklay. Yeah, we're gonna be there. Um, But yeah, I also wanna say to y'all, you know, I'm proud of y'all guys for continuing to do what you're doing on your platform. You know, and that's why I uh, I reached out because, um, as it is just as important for people like me to tell my story. Is even more crucial and important for people like y'all to continue to share the story of people. Like you know what I'm saying? Appreciate so it, bro. That's I, why I've, we do it, man. I've learned over like the years of like maintaining friendships and relationships and keeping those uh, lines of communication open, never doing better and forgetting about the people that, you know, help continue to support you and shit like that. So. That was love, man. That was love, love. Yeah, yeah. We appreciate it. Big Jacks. Yeah, her. We official, man. You know, you can find us on the Hip Hop Advocates on everything. You know what I'm saying? Catch us on TikTok. We'll start doing some dances. Worried out. I think we we have to start doing some... uh, We we can't move our hips too much. (laughs) (laughs) Some ad-living, right? We'll do some worms on the ground and shit. I don't know. What's well, up? We, we everywhere, you heard? We everywhere, we everywhere, like all signing them titties, you heard? Uh-huh. <laughs> Peace. <laughs>
already know that I'm stepping on uh, outside. They already know that it's pressure on uh, internationally. They been know I was destined on uh, back home in Brooklyn. They still call me Nana. Parisian paparazzi wear Balenci to Venice. They call me Prada Poppy, but Rigoan's my tennis. My passport said it. Travis Barker menace. Yes, I'm foreign and exotic. Shows out in Bosnia and Germany. They already know my body. Uh, eating donuts, donuts. The late night snack. I help you get through the raps and quick maneuvers. Amsterdam, I'm grabbing a pack and hitting Ubers. The red light district ain't like Hooters. Law way. Hoes looking at me like Neymar Jr. But I give them soul and the blues, Larry Hoover. The only difference is that my pen was the shooter. I never entertain all the hate, all the rumors. Tell me what you gonna do, my love. What you gonna do, my love. And all the things you found new from love. I'm gonna let you know.